next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Who that? And welcome back to the Country Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, as always. Brendan Ertle. Today, we're going to talk about some of the holes the Saints need to fill. One specifically. I know there's a few that the Saints could potentially fill, but we're going to talk about the one glaring need for this team, and that is cornerback two. Yes, you could argue the Saints need a linebacker, they need a wide receiver, they need some other pieces, but corner is the most important part of this team. The Saints released Jackrabbit this offseason. He spent about a year and one-fourth with the team. Played really well. He was a good quality starter. And probably the best corner that Marshall Lattimore has played across from in New Orleans. And they've had some decent corners. They've, of course, um, Marshall played with Ken Crawley, Eli Apple. So not great people to play across from. But Janor Shingens was this next-level guy that really took the defense to the next level. And now today, April 11th, we're sitting here. We don't have a cornerback, too. There's no starter in place for this season. And for Saints fans, that makes us anxious because we haven't been in a position like this in a while. But it's not an uncommon position. There's teams that have large, large holes right now. And they're waiting there being patient to, to find the right guy to fill that hole. And the Saints will. They're not just going to go into the season with Patrick Robinson being the guy. But even if they did, if the season started today, he could get the job done. P-Rob started I'm most memorable when he stepped in, in Detroit and started for Marshall Lattimore, and he played great. And he's a guy that can come step in. Be, can, he can be great depth, but I don't think you want him starting 17 games. Just because his health, you don't even think he can start 17 games. He's missed a few games, a handful of games every single year. Now the question kind of comes up, who are the Saints going to get to replace Jonas Jenkins, who's going to play across Marshall Lattimore? And that, that's a great question. The question I, I can't answer. But you just need to trust the Saints front office. Now, early the first week of free agency, the Saints were linked to Richard Sherman. I've been asked many times, why haven't the Saints signed Richard Sherman? And if you dig deeper, Richard Sherman actually represents himself. He's his own agent. And he has said he wants to wait till after the draft to sign with someone. He doesn't want to go sign with the Saints and then they take a corner first round that's just there to replace him. He wants to wait for a team that needs him. He'll go sign with that team and he'll wait till after the draft. That's what he's going to do. And even if the Saints get a guy in the draft that they think that can eventually start that position, they still might sign Richard Sherman. I know I know they still like him. I know Chris Richard, the DB coach, would love to have him in New Orleans his first year at the team. Um, but that's that's not what they're looking at right now. They're doing their draft. They're doing the draft scouting. They're looking at these guys, and they're going to try and get one of these guys in the draft because they're a very talented class. Let's first talk about some free agents the Saints could bring in before we start talking about these draft guys. And if the Saints want to go get a corner today, they can go find a quality starter right now. And it's, it probably won't be Janoris Jenkins because Janoris Jenkins had a great year. But still, they could find a great quality guy today. I'm going to list off a few guys that could come in and be that starter across the Marshall and Lattimore. Uh, the first one I have, I've had my eye on since this first day of free agency. 
And that's Casey Hayward. He's had a great career with the Chargers. He's currently a free agent. And I guarantee he wants to go to a winning team. Saints are going to be a winning team. Why not? I think it works out there. Also, another guy that actually could be better for the Saints is Stephen Nelson. Um, not a household name, but a great cornerback from the Pittsburgh Steelers. He asked for his release. Uh, Oregon State cornerback. He's really, really talented. His Instagram at is Stephen Island. So you already know that he'd fit perfectly in New Orleans with this kind of swagger. And he's only 28 years old. I think that'd be a great situation. Get him on a one or two year deal, uh, whatever he wants. I think that'd be a great addition this late in free agency. A couple other names could be Brashad Bruin, won a Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs. Jason McCourty, he's 34 years old. Um, to get tires on him, there's Josh Norman, who had a decent career last or decent season last year with the Buffalo Bills. And you just keep going down. There's some quality guys: Drake Kirkpatrick, Jonathan Joseph, Artie Burns. The Saints met with T.J. Carey um, not too long ago. Didn't get a deal done with him, but he could be a guy that could come in and uh, add depth. There's younger guys like Cravon LeBlanc, who picked off Drew Brees in the playoffs. There's Arthur Millette, who could come in and bring depth, a former Saint. There's Russell Douglas. There's so many di different guys that are left in free agency, and there's so many more that just I didn't even name off. And I know it's anxious not even having anyone at that position right now, but the Saints have options. There's no reason to rush it. They're doing their work every single day. It's not like they're just sitting back to playing video games. They're doing their work. They're going to find the best possible guy to fit that cornerback two position and take this defense, keep this defense at the same elite level. Now let's talk about the NFL draft real quick. Um, come draft day, do the Saints need to take a cornerback round one? They don't have to, no. They, they probably should if everything stays the way it is right now. But they could easily stand packed, pick the best available player on their board, if that's a linebacker, receiver, or an offensive lineman. Um, they have options. They have tons of options. Now, if they don't take one round one, here's some other picks they have. Of course, they have that first round pick, 28th overall. They have a second round pick, 60th overall. That could be a great fit to find a corner there. Uh, they have two-thirds, a fourth. You guys know the drill. They got six and two sevens. They have tons of ammunition to jump up if they need to. Now, the Saints have they have eight draft choices. Now, I'm a betting man. Do you think the Saints will take eight players in this draft? They damn well could. Do Would I put money on them keeping every single pick they have? No, I would lose my money. They're either going to trade up, which they do 99.999 repeating percent of the time, or they might trade down and get another pick. But there's no way they sit there with two seven-round picks and don't use one or both straight up. They could sit there and suck around, and if a corner they like falls to them, they could go up and get them. That's what they could do. Now let's talk about some of these guys that they could be targeting. Now, the first guy on this list is a guy who was the cornerback one coming into the year. Um, he sat out. He opted out because of COVID, and he's kind of fallen down some draft boards just because he didn't have the, the 2021 film. Kind of in the same situation with Jamar Chase, but Jamar Chase played so well that year before. Um, and that's Caleb Ferry from Virginia Tech. He was the number one guy coming into this year. Of course, opted out. And Patrick Sertan from Alabama kind of took that spot from him. Rightfully so. Sertan was a beast. He was really good. If he doesn't go to the Cowboys at 10, I don't know where he'll go. And if he starts falling down the draft boards, the Saints should just go up and get him. He is the most elite cornerback in this draft. But Caleb Farley could be a guy 
that kind of goes under the radar, and the Saints could either trade up for him or he falls to his lap at the 28. And that's a little bit unrealistic. But these other guys, not so much. Now, do you guys remember Joe Horn and Asante Samuel? Joe Horn, Pro Bowl wide receiver for the Saints. Asante Samuel, legend corner for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Well, next two guys are their sons. Asante Samuel Jr., Florida State. He could be a great fit at 28. Now, he's only 5'10", 184, but he's one of those fast, elite corners who can develop and be a guy comparable to Marshall Lattimore. Fast, quick, good with his hands. Asante Samuel Jr. could be a great fit at 28. If he's sitting there and J.C. Horn, cornerback from South Carolina, I wrote about him. I love this guy. I do not think he makes it to 28. Personally, I've heard things that he might go before 28. I've seen things. But if he does, the Saints need to draft him. Do not let him slip down past 28. J.C. Horn is a beast. Another guy that slips to 28 could be Greg Newsom. He could be a great fit from Northwestern. He'd come in, maybe not be the starter year one. He, he definitely could be. He could be the guy coming year one. But if you draft a guy like Greg Newsom, pick up Richard Sherman or one of these veteran cornerbacks to help him out, help make it so he doesn't need to start 17 games, let him get into the groove of things and potentially take that spot, he could be a great fit with the Saints. Now it's just a few first-round options, but there's tons of later-on options for the Saints as well. If the Saints wait till the second or third round to take a corner, that's fine. Elijah Molden could be a guy in the second or third round that could fit the Saints' scheme. Now, Molden might sound very familiar to some. It's because the Saints drafted his dad in the first round, and he was a little bit of a bust, I've heard. Now, Elijah Molden will not be a bust. He is, sorry to the Molden family, a lot better than his dad. Elijah Molden is extremely athletic. I've seen him play in person. He's physical. He's fast. He's athletic. I just keep repeating these things because it's true. It flashes out on film. Elijah Molden could be a guy as well. Um, another guy that will have first-round aspirations before this season, kind of had a down year, and I would not be mad at the Saints kicking the tires in the second or third round, is Sean White, the cornerback from Ohio State. Coming into the year, people are saying he's the best cornerback in this draft. And it just disappeared after a few weeks. He wasn't playing great. Didn't have an amazing season. But Sean Wade is still one of these elite corners in this draft. He could be a guy that you get in the second or third round that becomes this next Janor Stinkins, honestly. He is 6'1", 195. He's a junior. I'd be a big fan. The Saints add another Ohio State corner to their secondary and to their team. Sean Wade would be a great fit. Uh, another guy as well, Thomas Graham Jr. from Oregon. I saw him play the Senior Bowl. He's a great kid, super athletic, great in man coverage. I could see the Saints taking him second or third round as well. He could be developed into that next guy as well, Thomas Graham Jr., great corner. And a guy that LSU fans are very familiar with, Marco Wilson. There's a ton of options. Trey Brown, Cam Bynum, Mel Fonlu, Tyson Campbell. There's tons of options the Saints could get late in their draft as well to try and fill that huge cornerback two position. I know it makes everyone anxious that the Saints don't have a cornerback two today. They won't have one tomorrow. But just be patient. There's tons of talent left on the market in the draft. And we're getting really close to the NFL draft. As it stands right now, it's April April 11th. We are 18 days away from the NFL draft. If that doesn't make you excited, you're a fake NFL fan. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Hopefully I could relieve some of your stress about that corner acquisition. 
Hope you guys enjoyed as usual. You know where to find me on Twitter. As always, peace and love. See you guys next time. Who dat? Let's go. We on a roll. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah. You know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the dark.